Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Genesis. Tonight is study number four of Genesis chapter 11. And we're continuing to look at verse 5 through 7. And Jehovah came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And Jehovah said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. And as we've been discussing these verses, um, we've seen uh, God's purpose in hindering um, the building project as far as the development of secular society. The world is concerned. It was according to God's overall plan for mankind that they not discover the secrets that the Lord placed in the creation itself, not at that time and not for quite a while until the time of the end finally arrived and well, actually, a little bit before the the actual time of the end, we know the end stage of Earth's history arose in 1988. That was the, the end of the church age, the beginning of the Great Tribulation. And that officially was the beginning point of the end of the world. And we've been in the end of the world since that time, as we've gone through the 23-year Great Tribulation and now are living on the earth in the Day of Judgment. But it was necessary for the Lord, um, maybe a century before that, or even a little bit more time than that, to begin to unearth, to reveal to the minds of men. And, you know, God is in complete control of what the secular world comes to understand and know about the creation, just as he is in complete control of what the Christian world or religious world or or those associated with the Bible come to understand and know about spiritual things. God kept the understanding of Christians professed and true that um, were were living together, growing together as wheat and tares within the churches and congregations for 1955 years. The Lord kept their understanding of the deep secrets of the Bible, of many hidden truths at a distance. He allowed them partial knowledge so they could see through a glass darkly 
and and had some understanding of many things related to the end, but again, partial and faulty understanding at best, and God was in control. There was really nothing that um, a true believer, a, a true faithful child of God could have done 500 years ago to break through the seals that the Lord had placed around the Bible in order to rightly understand God's end of the church age program or to understand the loosing of Satan as Satan would take his seat within the congregations as the man of sin or to understand the 23-year timeline and, and exactly where that would unfold for the duration of the Great Tribulation, thus revealing the Day of Judgment, May 21, 2011. It was impossible. What what God opens, yes, then the secret God reveals, then that is for us. But the things that God withholds and keeps closed, it's not for us. It may be at a later point that it, it is for God's people at the time of the end, but times and seasons matter. They are very important. God operates according to them. And he did with um, the Christian world concerning spiritual truth and knowledge. That's why he said to Daniel, seal up the word till the time of the end and knowledge shall increase. And and that's exactly what happened. Now, at the, the end time, tremendous amounts of spiritual information have come forth from the Bible. Our knowledge of the truth has increased. Likewise, the secular world has been restrained, held back from much understanding and knowledge of the physical creation and all the the benefits, the blessings that God has built into it, they were kept at bay. No matter how um, prideful man acts in our modern day and how arrogant he tends to be in thinking that he has finally arrived and, and he's finally developed or evolved to the point of being able to unmask all these secrets and to discover all of the wonders of the creation, and he's doing so based upon superior intellect and intelligence, and he just cannot be held back from it. Well, that's just wishful thinking, prideful thinking. It's not true. As a matter of fact, the longer that mankind goes along, the further we are from our original perfect condition in Adam, in Eve, and and that's when man was most intelligent, most quick to learn and, and to gain knowledge when he was perfect in body and soul. He had no distractions. Adam had a superior intellect, certainly a mind, unhindered by or tainted with sin and and his mind would have been great and wonderful at, uh, in top operating condition and thereafter the fall of man into sin 
just as man's body, physical body, began to slowly deteriorate to the point where um, right after man's fall into sin, Adam lived 930 years. Noah lived 950, 6,000 years from that point. And many uh, ancient men lived long periods of time because the effects of sin were not as fast or or as rapid as they are in our time, wherein we only live, uh, by the grace of God, to 70 or 80 years. Or, of course, that's a general statement. Some less, some a few more. But the physical body of man has deteriorated, and that means our minds have deteriorated also with the effects, the curse upon sin. And so we're not smarter. It's the opposite. Just think, going back hundreds of years, when uh, I'm more familiar with the religious world and for those that study the Bible, because, well, that's just what I know better. But sometimes when you read some of the, the commentaries that were written, some of the uh, theologians as they wrote without Bible helps, without concordance, without interlinear, without Englishmen's or Strong's and, and certainly without any online, um, uh, helps that we have today where you can just type in a word and it'll, it'll tell you everywhere that it's found. They, they had none of that. They had the Bible and they had the original Greek and the original Hebrew. And then they searched the Bible. They spent time. They, they had to remember where that Greek word was used somewhere else. And, and then you read their writings and, and it's amazing the level of truth and understanding that they did have and their ability to put, uh, scripture with scripture together. Of course, true believers, um, uh, were were guided back then by the Holy Spirit as well as today, but still it required immersion in the Word of God, understanding of several languages, Greek, Hebrew. Oftentimes they they knew Latin as well as whatever English or or uh, uh, language they spoke, and it, it just incredible the. A brilliance of some of these men. Today, we, we put in far less time in study in burning the midnight oil because we do have all these helps. We can, uh, if I, we want to know where all the places in a Bible word is found. Well, there it is right at our fingers. We are greatly helped and we also have the Lord opening up scriptures that have previously been sealed. So since it's the proper time and season, now when we think of it the first or the fifth or the tenth time rather than the thousandth as men of the past, there it is. Oh, now I understand. Due to the fact that we're at the end of the world. And it's similar to the secrets of the physical creation, brilliant minds, brilliant scientists of the past, they they dug into 
um, trying to understand certain facets of of the physical world around them, and maybe they they got a little few steps into it, they understood a few things, but were basically held back by God until the proper time and season. And now, in our time, since much has already been open, things just just multiply. They increase and and understanding and and, and um, knowledge of the secular secrets built into the fabric of creation are readily um, seen and understood and, and and it's also served to increase the uh, uh, pride of man and pride is never a good thing and increased his arrogance into thinking he's really something because now he can do a Google search, the, the world's at his fingertips, and he thinks he's done it all. Not understanding, not realizing at all that it was God's doing. God held those with even better minds at bay for centuries, for millennium, and then as we approached, as we neared the time of the end of the world, it, it had to happen. Again, for God's own purposes, he began to take back the curtain. And, and now um, an inventor, a scientist, would see something he, uh, he had never seen before. Just think of Thomas Edison and all the inventions uh, with electricity or or bell with the telephone and and all these things all of a sudden the, and these men lived at the same time or very near the same time and and the inventions just just were overwhelming there were so many so quickly and it it had to do with necessary preparation because God's end time program called for an end of the church age that enormous corporate entity, the the church, which we would have thought was strategically placed in, in practically all the world's nations for the the Lord's um, moving of them to bring His end time message to the people of the world, as the world population uh, also at the time of the end exploded. And increased tremendously to over seven billion people. Yet, uh, part of God's end time program was to end the church age, to remove his spirit from the midst of the congregations, thereby rendering them useless in any plan that he might have to reach the masses, the, the, uh, billions of people that were all over the earth at the time of the end of the world. And yet God made preparation. The preparation had to do with the secrets of the creation, the electronic medium, with communication, technology, and and the speed of travel. It, it was God's plan when the... Uh, enormous corporate arm of uh, the representative of the kingdom of God to the inhabitants of the earth for almost 2000 years. When that became apostate 
and no longer faithful, very well, the Lord, of course, is uh, very able to uh, work around that and, and to raise up another helper to bring his word to the world's huge population in order to save a great multitude and in order to witness against all the unsaved inhabitants of the earth. And when now there is the electronic medium and the ability to broadcast over radio, television, internet, God could use his few, the elect, that would band together in a ministry like Family Radio and use a faithful individual like Mr. Camping, who the Lord gave the ability to study and a deep interest in the Bible and also opened up his eyes to see much truth. And along with that, gave him a worldwide platform through this uh, new technology, the electronic medium, so that people all over the earth could be reached with the gospel message. And, and, and again, at the same time, with uh, the uh, tremendous speed of not only communication, but travel, um, uh, believers could join together and fly to other nations in a matter of hours and reach people in cities all over the world. It, it, it really uh, demonstrates the wisdom and incredible foresight of the Lord, of God, to hold back all the technology, all of the advancements in the secular world until the proper time, and then we see everything coming together. At, at the time of the end, the church age is no more, iniquity abounds, the, the church is apostate, Satan's loose to judge it, but as God calls his people out of the church into the world, he has resources, he, he has uh, prepared tremendously, as we know God tends to do. For instance, when God called his people out of Canaan in the days of Joseph, well, he made advanced preparation by having Joseph sold as a slave, go to prison, and then raise up uh, to be second in command under Pharaoh. And, and then he revealed dreams to Joseph. He gave advanced knowledge. So Joseph knew Years of plenty were coming, followed by years of famine, and they must store up the grain against the time of famine. And and see how God, years in advance, made preparation for that seven-year famine, and that seven-year famine typified the actual Great Tribulation that came at the end of the world. And, and again, the preparation... Out in the world, and the world knew nothing about that. The world, when it made its advancements, when it began to achieve things and invent things it had never known before, 
Well, it, it thought nothing of God. It thought nothing of God's purposes, God's reasons behind it. As a matter of fact, they, the more the world, um, came to, um, invent things that made life easier, that made communication and travel faster, the, the more they grew in knowledge and understanding of the secrets of the creation, the more arrogant and uh, atheistic they became, and we did this ourselves. It's all our doing. And not knowing, not having the slightest inkling uh, or clue that actually uh, uh, it was God working behind the scenes, allowing man for the last century plus to make these advancements, to grow in understanding in these areas, so that when the time was right, when 1988 came, the 13,000th year of Earth's history, the beginning of the end of the world, all would the stage would be set. Preparation made. The grain stored up as far as the word of God was on Earth and, and God's people would be nourished spiritually, but also through the workings of the secular society out in the world, there would be um, a methodology in place. There, there would be a way to deliver the spiritual food, to deliver the once hidden things, but now openly revealed to people scattered all over the face of the earth. And, and it would be through the electronic medium that man took full credit for. And, and of course that electronic medium also served to increase wickedness, to increase the abounding nature of the, the evil, um, transgressions of mankind, the rebellion of mankind against God. Thus, even in that, fulfilling God's word. And the God of the Bible is way ahead of us. We can be sure of that. He is far ahead of us. Light years ahead would, uh, you know, would give us too much credit. That would mean we're only light years behind. No, it's about as far ahead as someone can possibly be of another intellectually. And in all other ways, God is advanced tremendously so beyond us. Remember Isaiah says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways than our ways as the heavens are from the earth. And and keep in mind, when they search the heavens, they're still expanding according to scientists and, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. You, you cannot reach the end of the heavens. Well, if you could ever get to that point of whatever the limit is of the heavens above and look back to what would not even be a speck in the distance, which is the earth, that is God's thoughts compared to our thoughts. Tiny, finite, puny, little man and our minds in comparison to the enormous, brilliant mind 
of God that inhabits eternity. And of course, there is no comparison. And God has mapped it all out and has perfectly planned for these days. He planned for the great tribulation. He, he had that plan set in motion. Okay. The, the world's churches, uh, about two billion professed Christians. I cannot use them any longer, but I need to reach a world of, of around seven billion. And, you know, not using miracles or supernatural acts because God limited himself. When he completed the Bible, he couldn't operate that way. But using the resources available that he himself had placed in the world by again revealing them to secular mankind, he was able to accomplish his purpose of broadcasting the final warning of the gospel judgment day, May 21, 2011, to all people in order to save that great multitude, and and he did so. He accomplished his purpose, and he did accomplish that purpose in his own time frame for things within his program for times and seasons. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.